0: Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good
1: morning and welcome to Spotlight. I hope you're here today, ready to play, ready to have a good time, and ready to get your sexy on. What do I mean by that? Well, We're doing a series over this uh, past few months on the different archetypes that make up the divine feminine. And we've focused so far on the healer and the warrior, and we'll talk a little bit more about all four of them. Today, we're focusing on the temptress. That's right, on the temptress energy of the feminine. So I'm serious about this. Get your playful mood on. And just as we drop into this space, just take a moment. And if you're listening right now, I just want you to start feeling into your body, start moving your shoulders in a way that makes your shoulders feel good, maybe moving your hips. If you're sitting down or even if you're driving in the car, you can just kind of roll your hips around and uh, just start feeling good in your body. Do a body movement that makes you feel good. Maybe roll your neck around a little bit as you get started here today, and um, and and just enjoy a body movement, something that makes your body feel really good, because part of the temptress that we're going to be talking about today is pleasure, and it doesn't even need to be a sexual pleasure. Part of what we're talking about today is finding pleasure in everything you do, finding pleasure in the body movement, finding pleasure in what you eat, finding pleasure in going outside and putting your feet in the grass, taking time to be carefree and have fun, so As we get started today, just take a moment to enjoy moving your body and feeling good in your body and who you are. So uh, yeah, there are four archetypes that make up the divine feminine. If this is the first time you're listening to this radio show, we'll review those really quickly. If not, you already know about these. But why is it so important to know about the four different archetypes of the divine feminine? Well, these are like four different personalities or four different people that Live within you. So you have, as a woman, these different archetypes, these different energies. And when you can have a good relationship with all four of these different personalities that are within you, that is when you're able to live in alignment with your truth. This is when you're able to call abundance into your life. This is when you can live a life full of clarity, where you can set and keep boundaries, where you can have fun, where you can manifest what you want, where you have that long-term vision and where you know how to take care of yourself and other people. And... What happens a lot of the times as women is we have a really good relationship with one or two of these personalities. But then we wonder in our life why we're we feeling so emotional or why our relationships aren't working the way we want them to work, or why we aren't manifesting the money or the abundance into our life that we desire. And the reason is is because we don't have all the components necessary, to create the flow of the divine feminine. So what are these different components? What are these different personality types, these different archetypes? Well, the first one is the healer. And just to review the healer, the healer is that part of you that's so connected and intuitive and you're aware of the other people around you. You're also aware of yourself. Now, when you have a good relationship with the healer aspect of you, you do know how to nurture the people around you. You know how to nurture yourself. You never feel like your bucket's empty. You always know when it's time to take a moment for yourself or when you need to reach out to somebody else and you aren't doing it out of obligation and you aren't doing it from the space of being a martyr. You're doing it because you genuinely love it to serve and to help and to make people feel better and to serve yourself. Now, with, as with all of the archetypes, you can also be out of alignment with this archetype. And when you're out of alignment with the healer, that's when you start feeling needy and like you're a martyr and you just can't say no to people and you have to do everything. And you feel like your bucket gets so empty because you're always doing things for other people, never doing them for yourself. So that's the healer archetype. The next personality or archetype is the warrior, the feminine warrior. This is a beautiful part of you that knows how to set boundaries, that knows how to focus on a goal and achieve it, that knows how to be purposeful and productive. And when we're in alignment with the warrior, this is so useful because when we need to get something done, we can step into the energy of doing it. We just know how to get stuff done and we're really clear about the boundaries. We protect our space, our boundaries, and we also show up as a warrior in our businesses and in our family lives, protecting the people that work for us and the people that we love and our children. Now, when you're out of balance with this warrior, this is where many women say, well, I'm just stuck in my masculine energy. This is where you start to get really controlling and start to not being worried about other people's feelings and hurting other people to, in order to achieve your goal. So the warrior is really important. And you can see how the warrior and the healer already are playing into being perfect complements for each other. And all four of these work together to create this divine feminine. And the warrior is the boundaries you know, for the healer that has this big heart and wants to help people. Now, the next aspect or personality that's within us as women, and the one we're going to focus on today in a little bit, is the temptress. And the temptress, yes, it's that sexy, flirty part of you, but it's also the part of you that knows how to have fun, that can be carefree, that doesn't always have to be busy doing something or worried about doing something. You can just go out and have a good time and enjoy your life and experience pleasure and delight. And when you're in balance with the temptress, it's so beautiful because this is really the the personality and archetype that we step into to enjoy life, to just have a good time, to have fun, to enjoy the experience of being in this flesh suit that we have, this human body. And when we're out of balance with the temptress, this is where we get a little irresponsible, maybe sometimes even slutty, or we stop focusing on the things we need to do. We step out of the producer and into the player. So it's really important that you understand the temptress. We'll be talking a lot more about her today. And then the last archetype is the queen. The queen has a long-term vision. She knows how to delegate. She knows how to run the kingdom or queendom. She knows how to make things happen. And she allows people to serve her and show up for her. And when you're in balance with the queen, it's so beautiful because you really can have that life that you want. You can see what you want and you can create the systems and the processes and the ability and the goals to be able to achieve that vision of your kingdom or queendom. Now, when you're out of balance with the queen, this is where you get stepping into the perfectionist, being really bossy and demanding of people. And um, instead of working together to build a kingdom, you are just bossy and trying to tell people what to do in order to serve you. So, All of these archetypes, when you're in balance and have a good relationship with them, develop what we call the goddess. So the divine goddess is where you have the ability to be a creator, where you're balanced, you're in flow, you're abundant, you're peaceful, you're happy, you're connected, and you have access to your full femme intuition. This is the ability as women that we have to tap into our intuition, to tap into this space of clarity, of knowing what to do, how to do it, and to do it in a safe way that honors us and the people around us. So, as we step into this uh, space of the temptress today, I just want to give you an opportunity to take a quiz. Now, each of these different archetypes has a quiz, and if you listened to the show uh, about a month and a half ago, you took a quiz on all these different archetypes, but it's always good to check in To check in and see where you are right now in relationship to this aspect of your divine feminine. Are you in touch with your temptress? Do you have a good relationship with her? Do you have the ability to enjoy life? Well, we're going to find out in just a moment. So, Right now, if you have the ability to, I want you to grab a pen and a piece of paper. If you don't, you can do this on your phone. If you're driving, please be safe. And you can just do this in your head. It's pretty easy and simple, but it's really important to understand if you are in balance and have a good relationship with this archetype. So I'm simply gonna read five statements. If you have a piece of paper, if you're on your phone, just write numbers, one, two, three, four, five. And for each statement that I read, you're going to rate yourself on a scale of one to five. One is never and five is always. So I'm going to read this statement and then you're going to rate yourself on a scale of one to five from never to always. So number one, you feel sexy. You feel sexy. One, if you never feel sexy. Five, if you always feel sexy. If you know how to turn your sexy on all the time yourself somewhere on a scale of one to five. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle. Maybe you're two, three, or four, but just drop into that. You feel sexy. Number two, every day you find a reason to laugh. Every day you find a reason to laugh. One, you never laugh. Five, you find a reason every day to laugh. And this laughter is such an important part of the carefree aspect of that temptress we'll talk about that again in just a moment number three you dance or move your body in a fun way regularly you dance or move your body in a fun way one you never do this five you always do this every day you're moving in a body your body in a fun way and just step into this awareness of your ability to dance or move your body number four you take time to experience some kind of pleasure daily. You take time to experience some kind of pleasure daily. And let me let me expand on this a little bit. So this could be that you go outside and take your shoes and socks off and put your feet in the grass and enjoy the pleasure of the cool grass on the soles of your feet. This could be that you find pleasure in taking a bite out of that juicy strawberry and just Enjoying the explosion of flavor in your mouth. This could be you taking a bath and just really finding a pleasure in the way that the warm body, the warm water swirls around your body and and immersing yourself in that warm water. But you take time to experience some kind of pleasure daily. Okay, last statement. Rate yourself in scale one to five. You are comfortable with people admiring and complimenting you. Be honest with yourself. How comfortable are you with people admiring and complimenting you? Think about the last time someone came and said, oh, you look gorgeous today. Were you like, heck, yes, I do. Or were you like, oh, no, 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 no. I thank you for saying that, but I just threw on the stress. So one is you're never comfortable with people admiring and complimenting you. Five, you're always comfortable with that. Okay, So, again, five statements. I'm going to read them one more time. You should have a number assigned to each of these five statements. Number one, you feel sexy. Number two, every day you find a reason to laugh. Number three, you dance or move your body in a fun way regularly. Number four, you take time to experience some kind of pleasure daily. And number five, you're comfortable with people admiring and complimenting you. So, right now, you should have five numbers. I want you to add those numbers up, and you'll come up with a total somewhere between five and 25. Just take a moment, add up your numbers. Now, you've added up your numbers. Here is the result of your test. If you scored above 20, congratulations, you and your temptress are close. If you score between 12 and 20, there's a rift and you can work on getting closer with your temptress. And if your score is under 12, your inner temptress is starving for attention. So just recognize where you are on that scale of 5 to 25. And if you scored above a 20, give yourself a pat on the back, take a moment, think about what it is that you're doing that's allowing you to have that good relationship with your temptress and keep doing it. If you scored a little bit lower, we're going to go into some suggestions here shortly on how you can be able to have a better relationship with this temptress. And we'll go more into that after our first break. But I want to, before we go into break, I want to explain why it's so important to develop this good relationship with your temptress. And and here it is. Many people are contribution-based. Many of you are growth-oriented. Some of you might be driven by connection and love. Whatever that is, here's a truth that I've recognized in my life. If we don't take time to play, if we don't take time to enjoy our bodies and feeling sexy and stepping into this energy of carefreeness, I think I just made up a word. If we don't step into the energy of carefreeness, we can create a life where we're achieving all our goals, where we're making a huge impact in the community, where we're, we're having accelerated personal growth, but it's not going to be as fun. It's not going to be as enjoyable. And the other thing about the temptress, for those of you who are familiar with chakras and the energy of chakras, is this temptress energy, this energy of being able to play and be carefree and also to be able to attract and feel sexy. This is a very sacral chakra energy. This is a creative energy. And here's what I've learned to be true. Write this down. The level at which you're willing to play is the level at which you can create. I'm going to say that one more time. The level at which you're willing to play is the level at which you're going to be able to create. So what do I mean by that? Well, I used to be stuck as this woman. Oh, man. Many of you know some of my history, but I got married at 19. I had four kids before the time I was 20. Well, by the time I was 26, I had these four young children. I was running this household. I was playing stay-at-home mom. Um, I got into entrepreneurship and and it's interesting because throughout my life, whether I was going to college and school, whether I was being a stay-at-home mom, whether I was growing my business, what I recognized was that I did a lot of stuff. I was busy all the time and I didn't take a lot of time to enjoy myself. I didn't take a lot of breaks. And I would notice that throughout the day, probably like one or two, my energy would start to to wane, and I would feel this heaviness set in. And even though it felt good to get my checklist done, even though it felt good to have certain accomplishments in my life, there was this emptiness and almost this drain as well. And it got to a point in my life where when I felt this drain and when I felt this heaviness, I stopped creating. I felt like instead of playing with my children, I was just doing my duty as a mom. And I felt like instead of creating new things in my business and and being excited to work with clients, it was just doing it out of obligation. I was just trying to figure out what would be the best program for them, what was going to make the most money, instead of stepping into this energy of what can I create that would be fun and joyful and bring me happiness and pleasure. And I noticed during those times that I I had a lot of achievement, but not fulfillment. And Tony Robbins talks a lot about this. There's two separate things in your life. You can have achievement, which is accomplishing your goals and experiencing a certain level of success in your life. And then there's fulfillment. And that is when you feel passionate about life, when you feel fulfilled and happy. And achievement without fulfillment is shallow success. And likewise, fulfillment without achievement sometimes doesn't get you very far, but it's important to have a balance of both and the temptress falls fits so much into helping you have that category of fulfillment and pleasure and happiness in your life so when we come back from break i'm going to be sharing some tools and techniques with you in order to build your relationship with your temptress in order to have a good balanced relationship with her to be able to call in this happiness this joy and abundance of creation into your life don't go anywhere i'll be right back (music)
3: Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power, too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
2: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
0: You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now, back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just
1: joining us today, we're talking all about the Temptress. That's right, this archetype of the divine feminine that allows you to be carefree, to play, to feel sexy. And uh, you know, it's just one of the four archetypes—the four archetypes that make up the divine feminine: our healer, warrior, temptress, and 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 that of the queen. And when we play well with all of these identities within ourselves, when we know ourselves in these ways, when we can have a good um, understanding between these archetypes, that's when we step into this ability to be really clear as women to have. Fun, fulfilling life to attract the things with abundance that we want into our life. And this Temptress energy, like we talked about before break, is so powerful. This is the ability when you're in alignment with the Temptress energy, when you have a good relationship with her, you're able to enjoy life. You're able to feel sexy and carefree and play and flirty and have fun and laugh. And this is such an attractive and important part of the feminine. Now, I want to just take a moment. And acknowledge this because several surveys have been done. And during these surveys, go ahead and look them up online. I'm not going to take too much time to go into these statistics. But they ask men, what are the most attractive aspects of a woman to you? And many, many, many of the studies show that things like the ability to laugh, to smile, to have fun are some of the most attractive features for men. And maybe you aren't trying to attract a man into your life or a woman, depending on your sexual orientation. Maybe you aren't looking for a relationship right now with another person, but think about the relationship with yourself. Isn't it so much more fun when you can take time during the day to feel sexy and to play and experience pleasure in your life? Uh, I'm going to be sharing some tips with you on how to really enhance this relationship with your temptress. But first of all, I wanted to share a recent experience that I had. You know, I'm a businesswoman. I'm, I run in, and co-run a very successful business with my husband. We're busy a lot of the time. We work really hard. And a couple weeks ago, I ran a Women of Influence Mastermind where we gathered together. 15 incredible women from all over the country that were making multiple six or seven figures in their business, making a positive impact on the world, and had, well, probably collectively, the reach that we had there was in the millions between all these women. And it was such an amazing event. And a lot of hard work. <laughs> if you could imagine organizing the event and the food and making sure everybody was getting there and the space. And I had a great time at that event. And I worked really hard. At the same time, my husband, Gerald, was running a, an event for men and called King's Quest. And he was working hard and also playing hard, but working hard doing this event. And we, we have another legendary retreat coming up. And we have another legendary spiritual adventure retreat coming up. So what did we decide to do? After King's Quest, where he was gone down in the wilderness by St. George and Moab, and I was, of course, doing my event here in Salt Lake, we decided we would meet in Las Vegas and have three or four days of fun and play. And I would step into this sexy, temptress energy. And for the man, the energy is called the magician energy. He could step into this magician energy where he could just play and create and experience fun. And it was so phenomenal. There was a time in my life where I would have rejected this idea, where I would have said, no, we're too busy, or we need to work harder, we need to focus on this task or do this. But in the past, I was living so much just between my healer and my warrior that I really had lost connection with my temptress. And it felt so good as we met in Las Vegas. We went out to dinner with friends and met another friend of ours who was in Cirque du Soleil and danced on the strip and went to Fremont Street. There was this moment that I just loved. We were on Fremont Street. For those of you who aren't familiar with Fremont Street, it's this place in Las Vegas, kind of by the, the old city center. And it's covered with a dome that has these screens on it. And it's this huge dome in between the Hotels on either side, so it's like a covered street, and people can zip line through this dome. And there's this giant screen on the dome, and they'll play music, and and the screen shows different patterns depending on the music that's playing. Well, as we were walking along Fremont Street with a group of our friends, we got to the end, and there was this music, "Kiss uh, by a Rose," "Kiss of a Rose" by Seal came on, and then "Don't You Want Me, Baby," and all these lights were colorful, and I just decided to step into this temptress energy, and I just started down dancing now tempters can be sexy but not always tempters can be carefree too and this was a really carefree energy and i didn't care who was watching me of course in fremont street there's a lot of performers and i'm definitely not the one that's standing out the most there but as i'm dancing and just having a good time with gerald and another man that was in our party while some other people were using the restroom there was this homeless man nearby and he got up and he just started dancing with us And I was just smiling at him and, you know, kind of singing to him and to Gerald and to this other man. We made this little circle and he just gave the biggest, mostly toothless grin and his eyes just lit up and we got done dancing. He said, that was the best day. Thank you so much. I had such an amazing time. And it just felt really good to inspire somebody. And that's what happens when you can step into this carefree energy. People just get so attracted to you and inspired by you and attracted to your energy. And it was really fun too. Gerald and I had a lot of uh, connection intimately here in Vegas, but to just to dress up in my sexy outfit and go out to dinner. And, and what I discovered was when we got back, I was so in a space I was so ready to create because I'd taken time to be carefree. I'd taken time to relax. I'd taken time to step into this sexy energy. So just ask yourself, when's the last time you did this? When's the last time you just played or you just felt sexy or you just took a night to do nothing other than ask yourself, what would bring me the most pleasure in this moment? maybe it would be to watch Netflix, maybe it would be to take a bath, maybe it would be to go out with a group of friends, whatever that is. And just play this game. The last time I want you to think about the last time you did do that. How did you feel afterwards? Did you notice that you showed up as a better version of yourself in your relationships, in your business, in your life, in your family? Now we don't want to get trapped in this energy again. When you get out of balance with this temptress, this is when you play all the time, and this is why we have all four archetypes. There is a time to work and to be focused, and a time for healing and regenerating, and doing that alone. And there's a time for looking at the big picture and delegating and running your team, but there's also a time for this energy of temptress. And I so often see women, very successful business women, who get so out of touch with this temptress, who forget how to have fun and how to play. And they have a lot of success, but behind closed doors, it's all tears. Because they've forgotten how to have fun. They've forgotten how to experience the pleasure and joy of life. So this is really important. So how do you build this relationship with this temptress? How do you step into the space of being carefree, especially if you've been focused, focus, focused, going, 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 doing, doing, doing? Maybe you've even developed this idea that your worth or busyness or that your busyness is a reflection of your worth. You know, I used to have that energy where if I felt like if I wasn't doing anything, if I was just playing and being carefree, I was like, what? How's this helping the world? How's this helping my business? I don't feel like I'm being of service to the world right now. But what I realized was I could be more of service when I did step into it. So here's some simple things that you can do. Some simple, easy things that you can do. Number one, find pleasure today in a simple task that you're already doing. This doesn't mean you have to change your whole life. Just start with baby steps if you feel like you don't have a good relationship with your temptress, or even if you want to up it. So for example, the next meal that you eat, just close your eyes as you take your first bite and experience the pleasure, the sensation of how the food tastes, the texture of your mouth. Maybe chew it for a little bit longer than you would have. And just enjoy the pleasure and happiness that comes from eating a bite of delicious food. Maybe you're going on a walk today or you are doing some exercise. Maybe you're just walking to the bus stop to get your kids. Just take a moment and experience pleasure in something you wouldn't have otherwise experienced pleasure in your walk. Maybe take time to bend down and smell a rose. Maybe take your shoes off and walk in the grass for a bit and feel the grass beneath your feet. And just enjoy and experience the pleasure from that moment. Here's another one. This is one that I love to do. I used to do this all the time when my kids were little, and I don't do it as much now. But every time I do, it really helps me step into this temptress energy. Turn on your favorite song. Maybe it's a song that makes you feel super sexy. Turn on some Shakira. Turn on some JLo, whatever that is for you. Turn on the song and just start dancing. Start dancing in a way that feels good to you. Start moving your body in a way that makes you feel sexy and alive. And just notice within two minutes, I bet this elevates your mood. I bet you can't do it without smiling. And just notice how it feels to be able to dance and have fun and play. Now, those are some simple things that don't take a lot of time. but If you're really committed to awakening this temptress within you, plan a fun night, find a date or a group of friends and plan a fun night. There are so, some amazing things. My relationship with Gerald, my husband is so amazing because he steps into this on the male side, this magician energy so well, and he's taught me and brought out the temptress in me. But um, there are some really fun things you could do. I remember uh, one really fun date that we went on. We went on a double date. And it was one of the first dates we'd ever been on. It was around Halloween. And I flew into town. Uh, I was living in Phoenix and he was in Salt Lake. I flew in. He picked me up from the airport and he said, going on a double date with some friends. And I thought, great. He said, I'm not going to tell you what we're doing. Well, I was a little surprised when we pulled up to the parking lot of a Savers. Savers is like Goodwill. And um, I thought, okay, what are we doing? And got out of the car. He introduced me to his friends that were really fun. He said, okay, here's the challenge. Each couple has $10 to buy a, an outrageous outfit for the other couple to wear for the rest of the evening for this next part of our date. And you have 10 minutes to do it. So we went into Savers, he set the timer. We went and found these ridiculous outfits. For him, I found these like MC hammer pants, this like orange vest and a, a fake gold chain necklace. For me, he found this unicorn wig and like a white robe that I could wear. So it looks like it's white unicorn. And we dressed up in those right there at Savers. We went into the dressing room after we bought our stuff, we changed into our outfits. And then we went to a place called Top Golf, um, which is this structure where you golf off the side of structure. And it's a game, you golf into this field and get points based on how far you hit the ball. And I remember laughing so much that night and just having a fun time and uh, planning this event that was so amazing and uh, or being part of the event that he had planned. That was really fun. Other things that I love to do, sometimes it's just time for girlfriend time, just this carefree time of not having to worry about things. Now, here's the challenge for you. If you go out with a group of girlfriends, do not complain. (laughs) So often I see this in women, and this defeats the whole purpose of being in this temptress energy is, you know, and I've done this before we go out as women, and we want to complain. We want to complain about the things that aren't going right in our life. We want to complain about how our kids aren't listening to us, our business aren't going right, or something that our spouse is doing or our significant other that's making us feel less than. Well, that totally defeats the energy of laughing and being carefree and having a fun time. So, get a group of girlfriends together. Get a group of friends together. But make a rule for yourself that you only get to laugh. You only get to step into pleasure and joy and do things that are fun to you. Or maybe even plan a girls weekend. Um, One of the funnest things I love to do is my mom and my sister and I try and take an annual girls trip. remember last year we went down to Sedona and um, just making this rule of no complaining. And we laughed so hard. We We got these uh, Jeeps. I planned this trip. We got these Jeeps and we rode out through the desert. It was a lot bumpier than we thought. And we went to this beautiful rock and we played and we went to the spa and we um, played games and watched a funny show. And I just felt this carefree, light, pleasurable energy. Okay, here's another suggestion. Here's another suggestion. Well, I'll give you two more. So, again, the temptress is the carefree, the flirty, and the sexy. So, here's a fun carefree Kind, look up on YouTube laughter yoga. (laughs) This is something we do quite often at our events. And what we have people do is just laugh for 10 minutes. No reason, just laugh. This is laughter yoga, and there's some great YouTube videos on laughter yoga. So when you were taking your quiz, if you recognize it's been a while since you laughed just to laugh, step into the space of finding laughter yoga or something really funny that's just going to make you laugh and just laugh for five or 10 minutes and laughter is so good for the body. You can look up the research and the statistics on laughter and all the benefits of laughter, but it really does. It makes you feel younger and look younger, brings you greater happiness. It can increase your stomach muscles. I mean, there's so many different things, so many different ways that happiness can really help you and laughter can really help you. So um, do a YouTube video on laughter yoga. Now, here's another one, and this may be edgy for some of you. It was interesting because I teach a five-weeks-to-femme intuition class, and we go over every single one of these archetypes, and we focus on it for a week, and there's different challenges with each of the archetypes to help you build a better relationship with them. And it was really interesting because the temptress week is always the hardest for everybody. And there are so many people that grew up in cultures or religions or families that didn't embrace sexuality that for some reason that they had taken on this idea that sexuality was bad, that their bodies were bad. I know for me, I like literally would not look at myself naked in the mirror with my ex husband, poor guy. I would never be intimate with him with the lights on, always lights off. I was so uncomfortable with my body and my sexuality. And I had this deeply ingrained feeling and belief that sex and that sexuality and that my body were bad. They were evil. Well, once I was able to let this go, I found such a freedom and a love for myself that I never had. And one thing I would suggest, if you're really trying to wake up the sexy, temptress part, if you want to wake up the sexual energy within you and you have some some beliefs or you've hated your body or you think sexuality is evil, take a bath. Take a bath and start with your toes and your hands and your feet and just love on that part of your body. Just take a moment just to massage that part of your body and admire that part of your body. And just to send so much love and not criticism then work your way up to your legs or your arms, your shoulders, and your hips, your abdomen, your stomach, maybe your breasts and back, but just start loving and admiring this body in a way that's really safe and start with the things that are furthest away from those sexual parts of you. And then build up to the part where you can look at yourself and admire yourself, uh, even in those Parts that are sexual. When we come back from break, we're going to get more advice on how to step into this temptress energy, how to be able to attract the things you want in your life and enjoy life. So enjoy this break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business
0: Channel.
2: Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
0: You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com Again, that's soulintuition.com now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson.
1: Welcome back to Spotlight. Uh, again, today we're talking about this energy of temptress. So there's four energies or archetypes for the divine feminine. The temptress is one of the really important part for feeling carefree, for feel, being able to feel like you can enjoy life and experience pleasure and have fulfillment in your life. And um, I really felt strongly called to invite a special guest uh, for this last segment of the show. It's the devastatingly handsome and amazing Gerald Rogers, who also happens to be my uh, husband, my lover, my soulmate. So, um, Gerald, I would love for you just to share from a man's perspective why it's so important for women to be able to be in this temptress energy occasionally and to have a good relationship with this archetype.
3: When you look at the relationship between the divine masculine and divine feminine, like in its, when a relationship is really working, in a way that um, is that value, most valuable for both people, like both people feel inspired and uplifted and empowered, and and in in the relationship that I've experienced with Allison, like she gives me this access to be more of me. I think a lot of relationships we feel like we have to shut ourselves down, or we feel disconnected, or we feel like we need to hide certain parts of us, or certain parts of us are shamed, or we feel like the other partner is always trying to change us. And so, I feel like when the divine masculine and feminine are, are working as they should, you know, we we all feel better and we feel more empowered. So, um, here's my experience being with a woman that understands how to live and activate these different energies inside of her when she's in the queen energy she just she just has like this regal nobility like this this ability to get things done and manage big projects and abundance just flows to her and she just has this divine leadership energy when she's in her healing energy she is so nurturing and so caring and so thoughtful that everyone especially me like we just feel so so loved in that presence Um, when she's in her princess warrior energy this warrior energy is is what allows her to just get things done and she's so productive and she's such a powerful producer Um, and it's fun to watch the results that she creates the temptress energy though is is one that's really special in her relationship because that that i think more than any of the other energies is what like magnetizes me towards her like i love all the other parts i love to see her in her queen i love to see her warrior get out there and crush it i I love to be nurtured in that healer energy but when she's in the temptress energy she is she is enticing and exotic and so playful and fun and it's like it's like it's like walking past a flower that is so beautiful and smells so delicious that you have to stop, and you have to get close and smell her. That's, a, that's kind of how I feel sometimes when Alison's in that temptress energy. And I love
1: and, to be smelled by you, Gerald. Just so you know,
3: <laughs> mm, mm, so delicious. But it's 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 like this this alluring fun, and I think I think it feels so expansive for me in the masculine too, because in that temptress energy, she brings out the warrior in me she brings out like that really strong dominant energy in me and um and whether it's you know being playful and flirty and and being silly around the house or or dancing in the middle of a street when we walk past a street musician or or us making passionate wild love you know all of these moments it's her temptress energy that gives us access for for that deep level of connection and um, and it's really fun and and i love i love watching allison when she steps into that tempter synergy she calls that part of her heather you know that's her little code name for that part of her that's seductive and playful and you know is is she just she just knows what she wants and she knows that she gets to have anything she wants and it's uh <laughs> and it's so much fun well
1: and it's so fun to have you here gerald i um I would love for you just to share what would be your recommendation for the women out there that are listening to this, that are wanting to either um, attract a man into their life, or they're wanting to increase their relationship with their partner that they currently have. Um, What are some of the actual things or tools that either I've done, or you've noticed in, in past relationships you have that really attract you to a woman or to me and make you want to be around me and by the way you guys gerald um is a master at this and being able to recognize this um he not only helps lead and guide seminars that uh, have transformed many many people in relationships he uh wrote a book uh called the relation they the marriage advice i wish i would have had he was featured on the today show he wrote a facebook post that went viral So, um, yeah, Gerald share, what is your, what is your, your secrets? What would you say that these women could do in order to be able to really attract the relationship on that deep connected level with someone else in their life?
3: Yeah, I really appreciate that question. I think the easiest place to start is to take you to a time in my life where it wasn't working, where I was in a relationship that I felt so emasculated. I felt so shut down. I felt so controlled. I felt so, um, yeah, I felt so disconnected from my power that um, I ended up being more of the pleaser in the relationship and trying to just do whatever I could to make the other, my partner happy and, and feeling like really, really shut down. Um, and I, I think that it's a pattern that happens to a lot of couples where uh, we call it reverse polarity, where the woman begins taking on masculine traits. And the man begins taking on more of the feminine traits. And in that space, the woman becomes the decision maker and becomes the the guiding force. And and the woman is um, ends up, you know, really being more controlling. And it's and it's hard, you know, as a man, because there, there's always like this balance. And and when you have two people operating that masculine, it just doesn't work. There's no attraction, which is why. I would say the majority of couples that I know that struggle in their relationships deal with this, with this issue. Um, so what's the key here's, here's, here's what I would offer as advice. And this is something that, um, I think Allison does naturally in our relationship. I don't know if that's always been the case for her, but in our relationship, it's so beautiful. And, and, um, there's so much attraction because there's like this beautiful masculine and feminine energy that, that interacts. So here's what I I would say. If you want to emasculate your man, if you want to turn your man into a wuss and someone that you are completely not attracted to as a woman, um, and if you want to destroy intimacy and connection in a relationship, do this. First, control them. like Dominate that man and make sure that he knows what you want him to do. And any time that he does something else, just throw a fit or just throw a tantrum or just make him feel bad. And uh, leverage your um, your manipulative power to control him, to get him to do what you want. The second thing you can do to destroy a man's masculinity is to criticize him. To just keep complaining about the things that he's doing wrong and keep trying to, like, change him and, and make him someone that he's not. You know, keep, do everything you can to try to... Uh, make him feel like his desires are not valid or important and that um, and that the way that he's showing up isn't okay for you. That's the second thing you can do to destroy a man. <laughs> and the third, the third thing is, um, is, you know, complaining. So it's controlling, criticizing, complaining, complaining is just like being unhappy and, and you being in a state where you're just not satisfied. So those are the things you can do to destroy a man's ego and, and, uh, his sense of masculinity and certainty, and and to make sure that that man never is attractive to you and never has the power to actually please you.
1: (laughs) Well, and I think this is so important. You brought up complaining. And I think this is where in criticizing, I think this is where actually being in touch with your temptress really helps because when you're in that energy of experiencing pleasure and laughing and enjoying life, that's like the opposite of complaining. And, Gerald, what does it do for you when you just see me enjoying life and having fun and laughing? You know, that time we were dancing yeah, in yeah, the street yeah. in Las Vegas. Or, so, so, what does that so, so,
3: so, here's the deal. Like, if you want a man to show up, if you want a man to be in his masculine, if you want a man to, that, you know, really be like tuned into that powerful part of him that you feel is so attractive and wearing, then the biggest key is number one, you be in your feminine right? When you're playful, when you're, when you're silly, when you're happy, when you're joyful, it'll naturally activate that part in a man, which is like, oh my gosh, all right, I'm going to show up for my lady. Like he'll have a desire to take you and to please you. Um, so that's the biggest thing. And, and the question is, how do you get in your feminine? So, so much of the temptress is knowing what lights you up and, and, and finding that joy in life and finding the sensuality in in life and not expecting your man to be the sole source of that happiness and joy when you can find that within yourself then all of a sudden it brings out so much so much joy for the man and then the other thing is to be to really focus on complimenting what you love about him when you can be like really acknowledging you know when he's winning when he's doing things right then it just gives him kind of like a guy because like oh yeah you like that all right And, and it helps him know what wins? What what helps him win? And so Allison, when she's like, "Oh my gosh, Gerald! I love when you do that. Oh my gosh, it makes me so. You are so attractive when you you know do the dishes, or I love you so much when you rub my feet, and 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 when the man feels like he's winning. Understand that the core masculine need is to feel like a hero. Anything you can do to make the man feel like a hero, um, it just mm-hmm. boosts that testosterone and the masculinity within him so that he just starts showing up more and more in that space.
1: I love that. And I have to share a story this morning. I was making breakfast. We were kind of in a rush. I was trying to put together these fruit and yogurt parfaits and make them look good. And I put them in these really fancy glasses. And um, I had just gotten done. I was trying to clean up some of the knives and things that I'd used to cut the strawberries. And one was a big, long knife. And I just knocked one of these glasses just full of... You know yogurt and granola and fruit and it just shattered all over the ground and gerald heard it and he's like no 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 i'm gonna come clean up i'm gonna take care of your mess <laughs> i felt so loved and taken care of in that moment and i love that you were willing to come play with me on the radio show today uh gerald was just in the other room and i'm like hey gerald do you want to hop on and i totally know that you're going to say something inspiring and so i'd love to love to play with you and in, in this realm
3: yeah my biggest invitation uh, for you know, ladies is like join Allison's masterclass or come to one of her retreats. Like she is so good at helping other women access this because it's, it's not something that women are naturally taught. There's not a lot of like really great mo- role models, you know, and, and unfortunately, um, sometimes in the, in the feminist movement um, that happened, like feminist, the feminist movement destroyed femininity. In my perspective it taught women that in order for them to have value they needed to be more like a man and so there's this power that comes from learning your feminine power is totally different than a man's energy
1: mm-hmm. and this
3: is where the temptress is is so valuable
1: mm, thank you so much thank you for showing mm. up on this uh radio show being my surprise guest for everybody And yeah, I I would love to invite everybody that's on here that wants to more fully understand these different archetypes to attend. I have a free masterclass. Just go to www.fem-intuition.com. That's fem-intuition.com. And would love to to teach you more. And we'll be going over all the archetypes, the quizzes, how these all play into each other. So I hope to see you on there. And until next week, you've been listening to Spotlight. See you next week, everybody.